0: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: It is the Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to it, guys. It's already Thursday. It's already the, uh, what, 10th of November. How you doing Today. I think we're all doing a little bit better today, don't you? Yeah, yeah, Because yesterday, we you know, I turned on the television, and everybody was going to die, and, oh, my God, the MAGA movement is dead, and, oh, my God, here, 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 And then this morning, of all things, I go into the studio, and I get on the air, I, I probably, you know, t- I hook up and everything, and, and there's nothing there. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And uh, then I realized, oh, okay, well, um, daylight savings time. Yeah, I know, normally, you, you figure out the daylight savings time by being late for church or early for church on Sunday. Uh, it took me about... Four days. And, uh, and I thought, whoa, ho, 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 what's going on? Why are they not? What the heck going on? And then I went, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing the show for an hour. So I am beyond prepared today. Beyond prepared today. Uh, by the way, just real quick, I want to mention, uh, yes, we certainly need to dump Donald Trump because he went 219 and 16 in the midterms. So, yeah, definitely needs to go. I'm thinking if an NBA coach had that record after the end of about, what, five seasons, uh, that NBA coach would be re-signed. Just saying, 219 and 16. Uh, we'll get into all of that here very shortly because this isn't all just going to be about rah-rah Donald Trump because he did a great job and he changed the country and he changed the GOP and he uh, got a lot of people on the Supreme Court and a lot of courts around the country that are saving the country and interpreting the Constitution and all that. But, uh, you know, uh, we are also going to talk about a Ron DeSantis. Uh, Joe Biden yesterday had a little presser. He was going to do a victory dance. No reason to do a victory dance, by the way. There's no reason to do a victory dance. And I'll I'll explain that very shortly. But uh, right now, I'll just say we have a 49 out of uh, 49, 38 in the Senate. We're waiting on three, including a run on a runoff for Raphael Warnock. Uh, there's a number of reasons for this. Number one, uh, that a lot of people are thinking, and very well could be, they're looking for votes that's what happened uh, you know a few other times that's what Democrats do so there is that we're still hopeful hopefully the GOP will get behind uh, Herschel Walker in December and we will uh, prevail and also we're waiting on a bunch of uh, a bunch of house seats there's still 44 outstanding this is uh, what election day was two days ago in Florida I heard Marco Rubio last night he said that all the uh, the ballots uh, the county started at seven o'clock and they were done at 704. <coughs> So, honestly, uh, enough with this bullcrap, all right, enough with this uh, uh, election, because honestly, it's not going to get better until we make it the day of, and rare exceptions for... Mail-in ballots, uh, certainly absentee for all of our military and those who are infir- infirmed. But honestly, there's no other reason. This isn't about. Uh, this is not about any sort of uh, uh, inability to vote. Okay, we are built on rugged individualism. That's what the United States is all about. <clears throat> so you can say, oh, it's racism. See, Democrats are always willing to say. I think the worst of the people that they supposedly uh, hold dear to them, like uh, people of color. And so instead of saying, yeah, anybody can go out and get a uh, uh, an ID to vote, they use racism to uh, to prevent any investigation of voter integrity or any attempt to change the law so your vote really matters. It's racism, racism. What they don't realize is they're calling all over a whole lot of people, a whole lot of uh, people of color and saying, man, you guys are so stupid, you can't get an ID. That's what it is. I mean, that's what they always do. It's kind of passive-aggressive when you think about it. It, it is kind of passive-aggressive. Uh, right now, we have uh, it's 184 to 207 Republicans. We need 219 for the, uh, for the majority, and there are 44 outstanding. We will see, and in, and in Arizona, 650,000 votes yet to be counted. Now, here's the positive. Uh, those votes all came in on Election Day, and guess who votes on Election Day? Uh, yeah, Republicans. Guess who votes the day after? <laughs> Democrats and, and dead people. Uh, four Democrats the day after they show up in these drop boxes and they show up in the middle of the night after they stop the election voting counting and all that. So that's what we got right now. So hopefully that the, uh, the firewall between election fraud and the GOP will be broken down and the efforts that we have made as a party and party leadership to ensure the vote is proper uh, may help this time. And then, and then, and then, we need to change it. That's just it. We're all adults here. It's not excluding anybody to make Election Day one day. Make it a holiday. Make it. A, they make everything else a holiday for crying out loud. They cancel holidays about Christopher Columbus, but they make holidays about everything. Uh, yeah, Election Day can be a holiday. Three day weekend. Let's make it a three day weekend. Um, hell, make it a four day weekend. Make it uh, uh, Thursday through Tuesday or, or, or a fr- Friday through Tuesday, and you can take the day off. Just fool around on Monday, and then on Tuesday we have the. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like Thanksgiving week. You don't even. Why even go to work? Why even go to work? It's kind of weird. Oh, 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 glory be and praise God Almighty. Consumer prices only raised 7.7% in October from a year ago. That would mean that Joe Biden brought down inflation to 800% higher than it was when Donald Trump was a president. Hallelujah. (claps) Pass the sweet potatoes. That is good news. Good news for America, and you know what you can say when you go into the grocery store and you only pay seven point seven percent more than than you did uh, a year ago you can say that your vote as Democrats saved democracy yeah, there you go all those votes for abortion in January the sixth they uh, they they lowered the price of your groceries to only eight hundred percent higher uh, than they were uh, when Donald Trump was a president yeah. I mean, not the price of the groceries. The inflation rate is uh, 800%. Uh, There are some things you kind of wonder, is it 800% more? Because man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I'll tell you right now, uh, that was steak for a while. So. There is that. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, oh, oh. I, I I, got some tremendous response on social media last night uh, with a couple of uh, of uh, getter posts. I would say tweets, but not nah, getter posts and true social posts. Then Twitter. Thinking about getting the Twitter blue thingy, whatever the hell it is. Uh, because uh, Whoopi Goldberg left Twitter and the left is going bananas over Elon Musk. And uh, Joe Biden says he might investigate Elon Musk because, you know, he's a threat to Democrat speech. Not free speech democrat speech and and the control of the narrative but i might just go ahead and sign up for eight bucks a month hell i might even do nine well you know we've got like a netflix i gotta think have uh, paramount plus uh you know we got a bunch of stuff so what the hell we'll get, of, we'll get rid of one of those but i was i was writing this down and posting last night a couple of things yay democrats when you go to the grocery store and fill your car up with gas you can say you're proud to pay those exorbitant prices because you save democracy whew yeah. Here's another one. Congratulations, Democrat. You voted for abortion in January the 6th. Now, what will they do for the cost of gas and food? What will they do to stop uh, your kid from dying for fentanyl poisoning? Don't worry. You can fill your your tank and charge it to your abortion card. Eh, That's another one I, uh, I posted last night. This is an aside. Just because so much uh, attention has been spent on some of the other gubernatorial races around the country. And everybody knew that Sarah Huckabee Sanders was going to win in Arkansas. <clears throat> but just because she was destined to win in Arkansas doesn't take away from the fact that she is one tough cookie. Yes, she got 63.5% of the vote last night in Arkansas. That's like a, almost a Venezuelan for a uh, socialist vote turnout. But she did it fair. You see, 63.5% in Arkansas. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, and here's another post that I put up last night. Remember this weekend as dozens of kids of color are shot, cars stolen, women raped, or businesses smashed and grabbed in Democrat-run cities? That Democrats saved democracy by voting against Republicans, so everything is going to be better. So uh, Joe Biden yesterday, he had a little presser, and and, uh, he was asked, you know, since the uh, polls going into the election said that 75% of America think the country's going in the wrong direction, And the Democrats were able to use fear porn and the media and big social media and two big speeches by Joe Biden where he called the Democrat or the Republicans fascists and all that. Uh, You know, that did work. It got people, you know, substantially frightened and they went to the ballot box because they only watched Good Morning America. They don't even watch Morning Joe. They 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 stick to the big three: ABC, CBS, NBC. Listen to NPR, and uh, and they were they're thoroughly convinced that if they vote against Republicans because they uh, you know they support abortion, uh, you know they want to ban abortion, they want to force women to have babies, ah, you know. And January the sixth, oh yeah, January election deniers, 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 and they went to the uh, ballot box. These Democrats and they voted for that, and then they got home today and they were like, "Oh yeah, man, we didn't get the, they didn't get that red wave." Or as they said, "What was it last? Was it was a Kimmel, or was it uh, the other show that doesn't get any ratings in late night?" Oh, all of them except for Gutfeld. I uh, said it was a it wasn't a red wave; It was a pink foam. It was a pink foam. So uh, they're sitting there and they're watching last night. (laughs) Big phone, big phone. phone. And then this morning they wake up and they see that, uh, you know, inflation is only 800% uh, higher than it was when Donald Trump was in office. And they go, oh. Oh, yeah, there's that. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Mm." We were, 75% of us were all dissatisfied about the direction of the country. If we vote for Democrats because of January 6th and abortion, then everybody's going to be happy. Well, no. No, that, uh, that won't be the case, actually. But here's Joe Biden yesterday saying that because he, he is convinced that there was a the red tsunami, that uh, he ain't going to change a thing. And by the way, <clears throat> let me just real, real quick say, please don't change anything. And Republicans don't help out in any way, shape or form. You
2: mentioned that uh, Americans are frustrated. and in, in fact, 75 percent of voters say the country is heading into the wrong direction, despite the results of last night. What, because of January 6th and abortion? In the next two years, do you intend to do differently uh, to change people? Honey, I'm going to the store tonight. We need milk, bread, and what else? Oh, yeah, abortion. Uh, opinion of the direction of the country, particularly as you contemplate. Uh,
1: honey, what are we going uh, to burn to keep warm this, uh, this winter? Um, how about abortion? We'll just burn that abortion that we saved. Run for president in 2024.
3: Nothing, because they're just finding out what we're doing. The more they know about what we're doing, the more support there
1: is. Oh, yeah. No, not really. Actually, the more we know about what's being done, the less support there is. Consequently, 75% of the American people thought the uh, country was going in the wrong direction before the uh, midterms. So uh, I've got a lot of uh, things I want to get to. uh, More from Joe Biden yesterday. Uh, Donald Trump, again, in case you missed it, uh, he should be dumped forever. He should be left in the rearview mirror of, uh, of history because he only won... Two hundred and seven, uh, two hundred nineteen to seventeen in the midterms. Oh, and then I'll explain why why he lost those. Uh, it's not because Donald Trump, by the way, and I and I said that yesterday. So here's the number: it's eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. We might even have a new Nancy Pelosi theme song today. I know, and and special guests. I'll get to that very shortly. This is the Rob Carson Show. <laughs>
0: FBI, DHS, IRS, CDC, HHS, all complete BS. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: It is the Rob Carson Show, and uh, I hope you're in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. You should be, because we're on the right track. Nancy Pelosi is going to be uh, unemployed and retired. And uh, and Walmart wouldn't have her as a greeter. She'd chase away guests, even dogs. She'd chase away the little dogs that people wear in their little... And they're wearing these uh, baby Bjorns like they used to when I had kids when they were younger. Now they carry their dogs. They'd just say, oh, yeah, you know, I think we'll go uh, to another location because uh, I don't think so. Uh, so, you know, not only did Donald Trump, uh, his endorsed candidates win 219 to 7 in the midterms, but please get rid of Donald Trump. Move on. Leave him in the rearview mirror of the GOP. He's done. Stick a fork in him. Ron DeSantis is the guy. I'll explain why that's all nonsense in just a moment. Republicans uh, have won nearly 6 million more votes nationwide in races for the House. Now, they have flipped relatively uh, few seats, suggesting talk of a red wave may have have anticipated the overall mood of the country, but not the final results of the election. Huh. What? What? The Cook uh, Political Report, as of Thursday morning, November the tenth—that's today—Republicans won fifty million one hundred thirteen thousand votes, or fifty-two per, uh, two point three percent of the vote, compared to forty-four million or forty-six percent of the vote. Republicans lead by six percent, which is better than their average in generic congressional ballot polls, in which the party led by two point five percent in the Real Clear Politics average. But Republicans have only managed to flip nine seats thus far, enough to control the House, but far. Far short of the wave result many anticipated. Still 44 uh, votes have not been, or 44 uh, seats have not been seated. So uh, this results the polarized nature of congressional maps. Republican losses against many Democrat incumbents were very narrow. This is according to Joel Pollack of Breitbart, by the way. In comparison, during that—listen to this—during the the Tea Party red wave, right before the FBI collaborated with the uh, the Obama administration to destroy the Tea Party movement, and they did it, and they did it, and they did it. Yeah, and they're trying to do the same thing with the MAGA movement. Not going to work, though. In which Republicans won 63 seats, Republicans won 44,500,000 votes out of 86 million, or 51 percent. Democrats won 38 uh, million votes, or 44.8 percent, meaning that the Republican margin of victory was 6.5%, 6.1% in the midterms, 6.5% uh, back in 2010. So things haven't changed, guys. Things haven't changed. It's just that uh, results are a lot tighter in some gerrymandered uh, uh, uh precincts. And we're still waiting on some votes. This is new from uh, Jim Gossett. Six million more
4: votes. Conservatives have a right to be sore. Cause the GOP should have won much more. Mitch McConnell. Every toss-up race went to a Democrat. No coincidence, I can tell you that. You get six (laughs) million votes. Yeah. More than they got. Yeah. But when it comes to pickups, you don't get squat. Oh, crap. A handful of seats no one can explain. I know there's fraud cause I got a brain. Do-do-do. Do, 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 do. <laughs> we know the media won't report yes. a thing. Come on. About cheap my mail, a ballot, harvesting. Now, do you win so big and gain so small? We barely took the House at all. Oh, we, we will. Six million more than they receive. <laughs> Something <laughs> is fishy, don't be deceived. Yeah. <laughs> Democrats will win by any means. They owe their soul. They sold it. To the voting
1: machine. (laughs) That, my friends, is genius. Right there. That is Jim Gossett. Two S's and two T's. And uh, don't say, there's no voter fraud. You're blaming it on voter fraud. No, no, but there's some. There's some out there, so I thought you should know. Am I blaming this on voter fraud? Well, if the fraud's going to happen, it's probably happening right now. But uh, we'll find out. Fortunately, people like Harmeet Dillon and others are uh, are toeing the line for uh, the GOP. Just a couple things here um trump endorsed candidates uh will uh, report nine losses 174 wins um that was before that was the day before yesterday president D- trump endorsed uh, over 330 candidates selection president trump hosted 30 rallies 17 states over the past uh, 18 months trump hosted 50 in-person fundraisers blah 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 he also i don't know if you knew about this president trump actually gave more money to a lot of candidates than the gop did yeah, he raised $350 million this election cycle for Republican candidates. And he gave it to a bunch of folks, including uh, he opposed Raphael Warnock in Georgia. Now we've got a uh, runoff there. He uh, gave $2.4 million opposing Tim Ryan in Ohio, and Tim Ryan lost. $2.1 million opposing Catherine Cortez-Masto, uh, supporting Adam Laxalt in Nevada. They're still trying to steal that. We'll see. Trump endorsed candidates for the U.S. Uh, Senate. We're 21-0 in primary elections during the 2022 elect- election cycle. So we're, there is that there there is that um here is uh, let me see if I got this this is uh, Dick Morris we had Dick Morris on yesterday and uh Dick Morris I know a lot of you are like Dick Morris he used to work for the Clintons and he's of this and he's of that well I've gotten to know Dick Morris the last few years and I and I do believe he has uh, certainly a great deal of political knowledge and unbelievable uh, political Instincts that are right more often than uh, certainly than uh, than uh, Joe Scarborough. Uh, here he is saying that the 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 uh, wave did happen. The red wave happened. Here he is last night on Newsmax.
5: The media is performing its ultimate act of obfuscation. And uh, wake anybody up this morning, and they'll all tell you there was no red wave. Wake them up tomorrow morning or the morning after, and they'll have to say, well, maybe there was. The Republicans took the House and the Senate. And uh, and came very close in a number of states and advanced their vote totals very significantly. So uh, I think they're they're. I think this is like the hunt for red October. This is red wave rising.
1: Red wave rising, rising. There you go. Some so things you uh, may not have known as everybody was uh, dancing around, acting like that it was a giant victory for uh, Joe Biden's uh, policies. It's not. Not one little bit, by the way, uh, Herschel Walker, Ted Budd, and Adam Laxalt were all collectively outspent by $145 million dollars. By the way, did you realize that Beto O'Rourke they spent about 70 million dollars on his bid for governor. He got stomped. Did you know that Stacey Abrams got about 110 million dollars for her uh, failure to run for governor in Georgia? So uh, there's no wounds to be licked here people. I mean, maybe a band-aid, but uh, let's get up and move on. Much more coming up. Your calls are welcome. This is the Rob Carson show.
0: One thing the America-hating left and Democrats didn't expect. Unlike them, we don't hate America.
5: We are finally putting America first.
0: It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: It is a Thursday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Joining me on the Newsmax Hotline is one of my favorite political animus, analysts, uh, also animus. I almost said animus. You're not my political animus. (laughs) Jenna Ellis is on the phone. She was a Trump administration official, also Newsmax contributor. Uh, Jenna, I'm feeling so much better today than I did yesterday morning. There was a lot to digest when I cracked the mic, but I'm feeling much better about the fact that Republicans got six million more votes. We had the same vote. vote percentage that the tea party movement did in 2010 but clearly there were some issues with election maps and whatnot but this wasn't the uh, it was a red wave uh and and the more we find out about it and the more we find out how many of these house uh, seats go republican and what happens with the senate uh plus all the down ticket stuff i'm feeling good about it how about you
6: yeah, absolutely. And I think that the mainstream media wanted to purposefully downplay this and call it a red trickle, which it absolutely wasn't. I mean, we saw uh, you know some great wins in terms of governor's races like Beto O'Rourke yes,
7: lost. Yes.
6: Abrams lost. Uh, those were really good losses after the Democrats spent over $200 million in those races. They lost. And, um, you know, my friend Stephen Miller, who, of course, worked for uh, Donald oh, Trump as well.
1: Genius, by the he, way.
6: Yeah, yeah, he tweeted this um, just a couple hours ago with a map. Um, that's showing those six million uh, additional national votes uh, collectively that you mentioned. And he tweeted this massive GOP made huge inroads in deep blue territory with Hispanic voters, especially immigration, adding immensely to its popular vote tally. Don't let Democrats mastery of mail harvesting obscure the realignment. The GOP has a clear path to dominance should it wish to take it. And that's the key.
1: I couldn't agree more, to be quite honest. And you've got people like Meghan McCain saying that the uh, the midterms were the last nail in Donald Trump's coffin. And I hate to tell you this, but they've been trying to nail, uh, put nails in that coffin for six years. The only coffins that were nailed shut were Beta O'Rourke and, uh, and Stacey Abrams, I got to say.
6: Yeah, you know, until they, they both uh, come back and announce their, you know, re-election for president or something like that. <laughs> it's totally crazy. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, and and this whole idea, uh, Rob, that you know this was all Donald Trump's fault, or you know th- this is just it's over for MAGA Inc. That is so ridiculous because yeah. Trump himself said that there were, um, you know, his his endorsement record was actually phenomenal. Yeah, it was two
1: seventeen and nineteen.
6: Yeah, that's good by anybody's standards. <laughs> yes, and also, yes. we have to remember that the uh, what you know, Raheem Kassam and I are now calling the mic leadership out of Washington. Yes. That's really who needs to go because not only the millions that was spent by the Democrats and also dark money in these PACs like Planned Parenthood that really wanted to address the abortion issue, which as you and I have discussed, I think did actually make a larger play in yeah. this than we anticipated. Yeah. But also the Millions of dollars spent by McConnell and Karl Rove against America first candidates like our friend Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania. That is absolutely intolerable. And that needs to be the sole question for the GOP. Where is our identity? Is it with America first, which is Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis and everybody like you and me? Against the establishment, or are we going to let them be this big tent, wide tent party that have really weak candidates and preferred candidates in the general, like what they tried to, and successfully did with Robbie Starbuck in Tennessee Five?
1: Now let's talk about the <clears throat> GOP elephant in the room—that is Ron DeSantis. Everybody wants to uh, 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 to christen Ron DeSantis as the candidate for twenty twenty four. Ron DeSantis really hasn't said anything about it. Donald Trump has kind of teased him a little bit, calling him Ron DeSantis, uh, DeSantis. I think that was a response into the. the campaign ad that uh, they they took uh, they stole from uh, Paul Harvey which uh, made my listeners kind of mad that said I said a year ago uh, the the ultimate ticket that would assure a an incredible landslide would be Trump DeSantis uh, would be Trump DeSantis the uh, the left wants DeSantis to be the candidate because they see it as an avenue to get Donald Trump out of the picture which shows to me they're still scared of him. what do you think
6: yeah a hundred percent and You know i think that we have to be really careful as the conservative base not to draw those tribalistic uh, lines yet between uh, trump and desantis because one no one has even announced yet no one knows if ron desantis will announce we likely think that president trump will and nobody knows whether or not um, anybody would even run on the same ticket perhaps or I mean who knows what could happen and so the line that we need to be very careful to draw right now is against the establishment and for America first and like I said that is both Trump and DeSantis and if you are a proud Trump supporter you can also be very proud of Ron DeSantis for his phenomenal win and if you are a proud DeSantis supporter you can also be very grateful and thankful to President Trump for putting him on the map in 2018.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, and look at Florida. My Lord, what they did. Uh, uh, Hillary Clinton got 30% victory in Miami-Dade when she ran, and Ron DeSantis won by 20. That's remarkable.
6: It's amazing. And, you know, one of the things that I love the most about Ron DeSantis has been that he is so stellar in all of his conservative policies he won't back down he's an unapologetic man of faith but he also was concerned about election integrity he not only had the legislative laws in the books he created the election integrity task force in florida that guess what actually enforced the law if we just simply had enforcement around the country, then that would obfuscate and obviate so many of these issues like what we're seeing in Arizona right now.
8: Yeah. And also,
1: I saw uh, polls right before the election where everybody is down with voter integrity. Everybody. Black people, white people. And the only thing, the Democrat Party, they want to keep these uh, vote counts a month after the election. And there's only one reason. They want to find the votes. They want to find out where they were on election day, and they want to find the votes to win the election. That's why you see, oh, 49 to 50. 49 to 50 it was 50 to 51 kind of like they did in Brazil but Brazil actually was able to count the votes in record time I will uh, will forget I don't want to get into a discussion about what happened to the uh, presidential race but down ticket it was all conservative uh, but but people are down with uh, election integrity because their votes are important to them and they don't want them stolen even if they're Democrats.
6: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there is a wide swath of people that are very uh, okay with voter ID. I mean, just in the same way that there are so many people, including Democrats and including minorities, that are totally fine with legal immigration and enforcing that, they're also totally fine with only legal, valid votes being counted and having this process in place that ensures election integrity. Yeah. So it's only the Democrats and their leadership that somehow. Uh, don't want safety and security in the ballot. And you have to ask yourself, why would that be?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the, it's Occam's razor. It's The uh, the, you know, the solution is right there in the front of your face. Uh, I know you worked with Doug Mastriano. I got to know Doug Mastriano when he was a state senator. I like Doug Mastriano. Uh, the left uh, paint, did a very good job painting him as extreme. If you look at his uh, bio, it is uh, absolutely incredible, the number of degrees he has, the amount of service that he has done to the country and the military. Uh, he's a really, really bright guy. Uh, and, and I saw, you know, uh, and I don't take on my uh, brothers and sisters, in the media, but Sean Hannity said that maybe he was a little bit uh, too extreme on his abortion policy, and that turned off the people of Pennsylvania. And I understand that, that if you say that uh, no restriction, or uh, absolutely uh, no abortion at all, where that is, but I, I want to know about this. It's, it's interesting to me that Democrats can not even acknowledge that they are for abortion until birth. They can be silent on the issue, and they can also lie, and that gets them elected. However, if we tell the truth, we don't get elected. Help me kind of explain that, uh, that uh, contradiction.
6: Yeah, well, you know, a a few things about Doug Mastriano. I am very proud to have supported him. I think he was the best candidate for Pennsylvania. Uh, The autopsy of his campaign and his election, I think, um, will be an interesting one. And there are a few factors, I I personally think, having seen it uh, close up, that went into that. Um, The abortion issue, I think, was exploited out of context by the Democrats. Um, And even by somebody like Sean Hannity that is commenting on that, because Doug very clearly said, throughout his gubernatorial campaign that he would respect the will of the state legislature which by the way the supreme court put abortion regulation into the hands of the state legislature and so that's actually more constitutionally sound and provides the people of the state of pennsylvania more choice than Mm. what josh shapiro was offering so that was a complete misnomer but that exact point rob is i mm-hmm. think that not only with with carl rove and everything else that went into this but that exact point was the main issue in my opinion with doug mastriano's campaign is what kellyanne conway said the night of the election and she's right he was nowhere in media his campaign yes. could not be gotten a hold of yeah. they refused to respond to any opposition media i think that was a huge mistake yeah. and very well-meaning people and patriots like doug mastriano who run, I hope they run again and they will learn some of the basics that they should have trusted. Um, some of the people who have been around the block, like one of his uh, main campaign consultants who has been around for a long time. Um, who he, I, I personally believe he should have trusted.
1: Well, and, and I'm gonna tell you, when you're uh, you're solid in your conservative principles, uh, no gotcha question is gonna get you. Uh, we learned this from uh, Donald Trump. We learned this from Kerry Lake. We learned this from Ron DeSantis. They are the templates for giving the media what for. And if we're gonna have a violent media, if we are going to have a a very left of center media that uh, basically parrots, parrots the talking points of the Democrats and the Democrat uh, Biden administration, then we have to be prepared to go on that media and rip them to shreds because I'm going to tell you the three aforementioned did that all the way.
6: Exactly. And they never let it become them being on the defensive. Yep. It was always always about what they are doing, what they have done, or what they plan to do. Carrie Lake is a perfect example of that. Oh like God. you said, DeSantis as well. And if Doug Mastriano had handled the media in the same way that those did, I think he would have really just completely Uh, blown away a lot of these ridiculous opposition attacks like he's some kind of extremist Christian nationalist, that that he was painted as or this whole abortion issue if he had gone on you know MSNBC and allowed them to answer that question and had come back with no listen I'm actually more pro-choice if you want to talk about that in terms of the people of Pennsylvania directly the will of abortion regulation with their elected representatives. I mean, what is Ari Fleischer going to say to that?
1: Yeah, you you do not run away from your enemy, particularly if you are better armed intellectually, you know, and morally. To be quite honest, why would you run from that argument? I I sit and I watch the View, or I, dear God in heaven, I watch clips of the View. I don't watch the View. I would uh, you know uh, kill myself by the end of the show. But but I watch these and I think, why can't you respond to this? Why can't, this? I mean, they're children. Honestly, their their respo- their uh, their questions are stupid. Oh, uh, you, you some people say you're a white supremacist. Really, a white supremacist is really rising. Really, how many white supremacists have you known in your life? Really, seriously, really, really is it? Bad? I mean, honestly, let's let's just start giving them a little. Bit for, and and if you need to watch some game tape, just watch Desantis Presser, just watch Carrie Lake Presser, just watch Donald Trump approaching. Doesn't have to like Joe Biden does. Approaching the line, the rope line of the press, and say bring it he yeah, that's the way it has to be
6: and especially with someone that was so grassroots reliant in terms of fundraising because he had all of the democrat uh, machinery as well as the Karl Rove apparatus working against him, and he didn't get support from the Republican Governors Association or yeah. the National RNC. Yeah. He really needed as much earned media as he could possibly get because we're in 2022. Media matters. Perception is reality, yeah. and you can't just go and campaign in person. You have to be on media, and I think that's a lesson that a lot of the America First candidates, um, who did lose in this cycle, who were very well meaning, ran otherwise. You know, great campaigns. They're great Great candidates. And I hope, and I would just uh, echo what Kellyanne Conway said is that I hope that they run again because they're phenomenal candidates and phenomenal individuals, and they deserve to be understood for who they really are.
1: I think we need to look to, and Doug is a military man, you need to look to our founding fathers. They used to, the uh, the Brits and the uh, Americans, the rules of engagement, you'd line your troops up and you'd march with your single loader gun and you'd shoot and then you would reload it and continue to walk towards the, the coming line and ev- eventually go to bayonets. Uh, and the reason why we want is uh, our troops decided to hide in the trees and we need to do that. We need to, to get rid of these Marcus of Queensberry rules with regard to the, uh, to the media and realize it's an MMA fight and and not only make it an MMA fight, but also have some fun with them, because Kerry uh, Lake does that. I know Donald Trump does that. You know, Pence
6: does too. Yeah,
1: yeah Going go as a happy warrior. And Rush Limbaugh said that on a happy warrior. Be a happy warrior. I've heard that echoed. I think I heard Ted Cruz say it last night. Absolutely. But don't let that belie the fact you are deadly serious about winning. Absolutely. Yeah.
6: A hundred percent. And, you know, a lot of these um, these America first candidates as well for the very first time. And listen, you know, I haven't been around national politics for 30 years, but I've learned from people who have been. And, you know, um, this this is something I'll tell you, Rob, about myself that that will be new to the audience. But I actually learned salsa dancing in law school. I loved it. Right. And it was so much fun. And I saw all of these people doing all of these, you know, really splashy, you know, kind of um, dances and yeah. all that stuff. And it looked like a lot of fun. And my instructor told me, but "You have to learn the basics first, because then you know when you can break the rules. Yeah. And I think that was so wise and applicable in the context of campaigns is that some of these very well-meaning, rugged patriots need to learn the basics. Donald Trump knew and had mastered the basics of media, of campaigning well before he ever broke the rule. All right, Jenna, we,
1: we got to run. I am going to lobby for you to get on Dancing with the Stars because Sean Spicer, <laughs> I mean, come on, you could do better. Sean's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> I can
6: take Sean any day. All right, <laughs> great.
1: Let's take, uh, uh, real quick, uh, name of your podcast. Where can people find you on social media? Go ahead.
6: Thank you. The Jenna Ellis Show. Uh, anywhere that you stream, go to the com, And, of course, always on Newsmax.
1: All right, have a great day. Let's take a break. at the Rob Carson Show. If the left
9: tells
0: you to quiet down, get louder. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: It is the Rob Carson Show. And uh, Joe Biden says he's not going to change a thing that he's been doing, which I say, yes. And I also say to Republicans, don't even try to help. Just let them continue what they're doing. And now this is going to cause suffering. I know. I know. But there's no working with people who call you a fascist and a Nazi and a white supremacist. So uh, you know, push him out of the nest. Let him surprise. So, you know, let him survive on his own, and we'll see where voting against uh, abortion restrictions and January sixth gets you when you're heating your house this winter. Now, let's go to Beverly in Baltimore. I've been holding for a while. Beverly, thanks for li- uh, thanks for holding. What's going on?
10: Hey, Rob Carson, how are you, dear?
1: I'm glorious.
10: Uh, and so am I. And look, shout out to my sister, friend Barbara. Let me tell you something, Rob. Yes. Uh, we didn't have to have a red wave. We won. Praise yes. God, we won. Yes. And I tell you, I don't want to hear the pity of uh, of um, Trump and DeSantis. They're two great men. And yes. let me tell you something. Trump got us where we are today. That man fought under the most horrible circumstances and got things done. Ron Santos is a warrior coming up. So let's not pit them. People, we got to stop pitting yeah. them. God forbid if something happens to one of them. People get sick. So we need our two great warriors. Yeah. Democrats would love this fodder. And they never eat their own. Yeah. Fetterman. That's- Fetterman, did you ever hear another Democrat talk about Fetterman, Fetterman in Pennsylvania? No. mm Nope. No. So we got her. We got her. Just look. look. Yeah, you know
1: it's Beverly good. Beverly all, all they cared about with uh, with Biden is getting somebody into uh, the Senate so they could rubber stamp Joe Biden's agenda. Uh, you know, did you realize that, that Democrats elected a, a guy who died in October? So, you know, I, I think they're probably the same, probably the same thing. Veteran might be a little more mobile, uh, but there's that. And then also back to the point of uh, pitting Bever- uh, uh, Trump and uh, DeSantis. I don't think Trump and DeSantis are going to take the bait. I think Trump kind of right, flicked them a little right. bit the other That's day. Him,
3: but talk it out. Right. do you
1: know why? Because they're running, they're not running for themselves, they're running for the country. That's and right. and That's they know right. they know it's bigger than them. So I'm not even worried about that. Just, this is yeah. the, the hopeful... Yeah. Yeah. This is just yeah. the dreams of the Democrats. The Dems want to try to create this. And it ain't going to exist because you know what? We're adults here, Beverly.
10: You got that right. And look, your guest, <laughs> your guest is great. And your oh, Jenna. show is great. And I love Mr. Gossett.
1: Oh, my goodness. Isn't he great? Didn't you like so that? Look, I'm going to play people, that again next hour. I'm going to play that okay, again next hour. doing
10: what you doing, Rob. And look, right. Godspeed, God's blessings to everybody. God bless You too.
1: Oh, you're the best. You're calling me today. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. If you've ever wanted to generate your own supply of free electricity, this will be the most important message you will ever hear. Here's why. With new grid vulnerabilities, with electrical rates rising faster than any time in American history, there's never been a better time to protect your family with a plug-and-play solar generator. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving electrical power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, a solar generator runs quietly, emits no fumes, Produces an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. It's like having an electric power plant running secretly in your own home. Runs sump pumps, shortwave radios, computers, even keeps food from spoiling. Whether it's dangerous storms, brownouts, or blackouts, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Go to RobOffGrid.com. RobOffGrid.com to learn more. Use coupon code ROB And get over $1,500 in free off-grid bonuses available now at roboffgrid.com.
0: It's our America. We built it. Courage. Freedom. Millions go to Newsmax when they need to know. Start today on the free Newsmax app. Newsmax is real news for real people. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: It is hour number two of the Rob Carson Show as midterm week continues and we realize that there was actually a red wave and there are still 44, uh, uh, what, seats to be seated in the uh, House of Representatives, three outstanding in the Senate right now. Republicans are ahead in both and uh, hopefully, presumably uh, the Republicans will take over House of uh, Representatives very soon. It's almost a fait accompli. Like the only way that it couldn't happen is if Democrats decided to try and steal it. You know, which is what they kind of like to do. But that said, let's focus on the positive. Let's focus on the fact that 75% of Americans think the country's going in the wrong direction. 80% of us are concerned about inflation. 80% of us want voter in integrity and uh, the, uh, the the Democrats made the race about abortion in January the 6th which worked beautifully for some people in the Democrat Party who uh, only watch CBS NBC ABC CNN MSNBC PBS and listen to NPR. Otherwise, uh, January 6th is not going to help you heat your house this winter. And despite the fact that you voted against abortion restrictions and all of that, you know, and the new green deal and your electric car and everything, um, you cannot pay for $6 gas with an abortion card. It's, it's just not happening. So I thought you should know that, that as you realize in victory that you, you put Republicans in a corner on that January 6th thing and the abortion thing, uh, you still have to go to the grocery store and pay about 800% higher uh, inflation or have 800% higher inflation than you did when Donald Trump was a president. So enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah, you do. Oh, and another thing. Joe Biden says he's not going to do anything differently. Woo! Which is perfect. Because uh, in 2024, Roe v. Wade won't be on the ballot, and neither will January the 6th. Thought you should know. Oh, did you realize that uh, Republicans on Wednesday got 6 million more votes than Democrats? Yeah. This is brand new from Jim Gossett. Because we like to make a point with humor
4: here. Conservatives have the right to be sore. Because the GOP should have won much more. Yep. Every toss-up race went to a Democrat. No coincidence, I can tell you that. You get six million votes, more than they got. Uh-huh. But when it comes to pickups, you don't get squat. A handful of seats no one can explain. I know there's fraud, because I got a brain. <laughs> we know the media will purport a thing. <clears throat> About cheat by mail a ballot. Harvesting <laughs> you win so big and gain so small. We barely took the house at all. You get six million more than they receive. Something is fishy, don't be deceived. Democrats will win by any means. They owe their soul. Now they sold it. To the
1: voting
5: machine.
1: (laughs) If you want to hear uh, the uh, great satire and the great guests and my commentary, you can hear it on the podcast, by the way, in case you didn't know, we take the show and we uh, take all the commercials out of it and uh, then we edit it down to about two hours and you can listen to it. Hey, it's perfect if you're working out or you're walking the dog or you, you know, don't want to listen to your SIG other, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts. NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts. So Joe Biden says he's not going to change at all. He's going to keep things going exactly the way he's been doing, them, which I'm perfectly fine with. Go for it, please. Keep screwing things up. Uh, the SS Titanic, the, the back half of the ship is still floating. It is, it is. It's bobbing right there. And it kind of righted itself after the bow went down. And uh, and so right now, the back end of the Titanic, which is the uh, second half of his presidency, is still bobbing above the water. And here's Joe Biden yesterday uh, saying that what he's going to do in the two years uh, were all the three things that he wanted to do in the first place.
3: So I'm not going to change. Matter of fact, you know, there's some things I want to change and add to. For example, we've had passed the most... Bipartisan. We passed the most extensive gun legislation. Yeah, they
1: would like one Republican vote. It was probably Liz Cheney. That ain't bipartisan.
3: Rational gun policy in 30 years. and But we didn't ban assault weapons. I'm going to ban... That's okay.
1: Okay, I already got one, and this isn't going to work because you don't have control of the House anymore.
3: And assault weapons are going to try like the devil. So I'm not going to change the direction. I said I ran for three reasons. I'm going to continue to stay where I am. And I know I fully understand the legitimate... Concerned that what I'm saying is wrong. Okay.
1: Okay. Did what did you hear what he just said
3: there? Hold on one second. The legitimate concern that what I'm saying is wrong.
1: I absolutely agree. Okay.
3: One is that I said we're going to restore the soul of the country. Begin to treat each other with decency.
1: (laughs) That is fantastic. I mean, that is wow. When are you going to start that one?
3: Honor and integrity. Yeah. And it's starting to happen. People are... St- Honor and integrity. The, 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 the conversations are becoming more normal. Becoming yeah, more I
1: only got called a Nazi
3: four times on Twitter last night. More, more. how can I say it? Uh, um, decent. Second thing I said was I want to build a country from the middle out, the bottom up, and that way everybody does... Fine. Oh, I think
1: we're going bottom down. I'm thinking the bottom falling
3: out, but go ahead. And I'm tired of trickle down. Not a whole lot trickles down when you trickle down to hard-working folks.
1: Well, that happens when you get older, Joe. You know, you'll be standing there in the bathroom all night long.
3: The third thing I know is still very hard. I'm going to do everything in my power to see through to reunite the country. It's hard to sustain yourself as a leading democracy in the world if you can't... Je, 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 can't generate some unity. And
1: by God, he uh, he tried very hard to bring us together during that first term, and we just wouldn't do it.
3: Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an
1: extremism that threatens the very
3: foundations oh, okay. of our republic. Mm. MAGA Republicans do not respect the. That is not uniting Constitution. they MAGA Republicans. It's like seventy million people. Extreme MAGA, MAGA makes me closer,
1: like eighty-one million.
3: Republicans, MAGA Republicans, and extreme MAGA ideology. It's not uniting. MAGA Republicans. Are MAGA Republicans. Are- MAGA forces are determined to take this country back. I guess
1: he maybe forgot about that. Oh, oh, and here's what he wants to do with all that infrastructure money, you know, because uh, shovel ready and all that crap. Which means, of course, that if the Democrats say shovel ready, you should have a shovel ready because you are going to be shoveling through a lot of, uh, you know what, Uh, here is the big priority.
3: Can you help us make sure we're able to have high speed rail rail service from Scranton to New York?
1: That's from a, that's from a listener, listener. Can you help us make sure we're able to... You're making fun of his stutter. No.
3: High-speed rail, rail, rail... Nobody knew he had one until like he was the president, and that happened a long time ago. From Scranton to New York. High-speed rail from Scranton to New York. New York City. I said, yeah, we can. We can. First of all... It'll make it a lot easier, take a lot of vehicles off the road. It
1: would it would probably take at least 32 people to New York City and back every day. And we have more money in the, in the... Definitely worth the hundreds of millions of dollars. pot now, already
3: already out there, we voted for, than the entire money we spent in Amtrak
1: to begin with. There you go, yeah. Invest in Amtrak, that's a good idea. To Scranton! democracy in America, and industry. Only if you have a small paper company, though. High-speed rail to New York from scratch. Yeah, that's a good idea. High speed rail to Scranton from New York. That'll, that definitely, honestly, this is why you've, you know, you voted for democracy and you voted for Democrats because, you know, high speed rail from Scranton to New York City. I'm thinking not a whole lot from New York City to Scranton. I could be wrong. Nothing to get Scranton. Uh, oh, 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 this is kind of interesting. Uh, Megan Kelly last night was on with Eric Bowling on Newsmax. And, and uh, you know, you got to have a day or so to kind of put things in perspective. And as, uh, as we, you know, Kind of uh, fight through the, you know, you ever seen that, uh, like in Romancing the Stone when Michael Douglas had the machete and they're going through the jungle and they're, they're trying to get through there and they're chopping and all that. That's what you do the day after the election. And then all of a sudden you get through, you break through. In uh, in uh, Romancing the Stone, they found a skeleton that scared the crap out of him. Uh, that's not the uh, instance here. But we have to chop through a lot of stuff to get through the clearing. And the clearing is that uh, Joe Biden's presidency is, by and large, done.
11: I mean, that's the thing, Eric. So it's like you can spend a lot of time licking your wounds about what, what might have been. But let's take a look at what appears to be. And that is the Biden presidency, for all intents and purposes, is done. His, his legislative agenda is over.
1: Why do you think it's taken so long to count the
11: votes? The GOP is going to stop and stymie everything he tries to shove down their throats now in a way that they only dream and let's not forget the investigations lots and lots of investigations of being able to do for the past two years think of all that he's done think of the inflation reduction act and how build back better kept coming back in one form or another the crazy far left green agenda the reason we're in this as you know inflationary spiral uh for one of the main reasons is they're overspending there was nobody there to stop it and there was nobody there to really challenge it in any meaningful way. Maybe we'll finally find out how COVID started Ooh. and prevent another pandemic. Well, oh, I forgot about that. He actually looks into it like they'll do in the house. Maybe we'll find out what's happening along the southern border.
1: Oh, yeah, we kind of would like to know that because all the people dying and everything.
11: Maybe we'll find out whether Joe and Hunter actually did commit some sort of fraud or other... Oh,
1: well, in- just read the hard drive. It's right there.
11: ...inappropriate dealings in their overseas uh, excursions. I don't know, but I'd love to have answers and a willing Oh,
1: I think most of us would. Yeah. yeah. But we're waiting. 44 uh, House seats and three uh, Senate seats. And, uh, and we're also waiting on Carrie Lake, by the way. Carrie Lake, her election. And and the thing is, they've got, uh, what, 560,000 ballots still to be counted. Those are, by and large, the one that showed up on Election Day. Who are those people? Those are people, and there's no doubt about this. There's no doubt about this. Republicans waited to vote in person. Many of them took their mail-in ballots that were sent them and brought them to the polling locations in Maricopa County and others on Election Day. That's how we roll. Because... uh We won't be fooled again. I've got audio from Carrie Lake last night. Also, uh, a report. uh, Harmeet Dillon is down there, and she is a terrific, terrific uh, uh, lawyer. And she's looking into Rick Grinnell from Newsmax in Arizona with some uh, really, really great observations with what's going on in Maricopa County. And, of course, your phone calls here at 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show.
0: They shut down your kid's school They forced them to wear masks They taught them CRT and radical Transgender nonsense Now Mama Bear and Papa Bear are pissed It's the Rob Carson Show
1: this is uh, a live shot uh, two days ago in Maricopa County at the Election HQ. The
7: board and the recorder run uh, elections here in Maricopa County as a team. And we're very excited about how uh, things are going today on Election Day. We had all 223 vote centers have opened. We've already had over 45. 45- in Maricopa County, about 30% of them uh, went down. 1,000 people who have checked in and, and already voted today. We did want to come out and discuss one issue that's going on out there in about 20% 20%. of the vote centers. Again, we have 223 vote centers across the county. In about 20% of those, uh, when people will go and they try and run the uh, ballot through this tabulator, maybe one out of every five or so of those ballots, they're not going through.
1: Yeah, there you go. You, know, you only had, uh, what, uh, about a year or two to go to do this and get it figured out, and you had one job. You, you just had one job, and we're still waiting because another 560,000 votes are still yet to be counted. Those should all, a good share of them, go to uh, Cary Lake, probably over 70% of them, because they are Republicans who waited to the day of to vote, took their mail-in ballots that were sent, most probably against their wishes, didn't request them, took them, went to the ballots in Mar- Maripopa County, and uh, went to uh, cast their vote. They had all sorts of problems. There were printers without toner. There were there a were the million different things, a myriad different things. But here is Carrie Lake last night. She was talking with Tucker about what happened there and what she expects will.
12: I, I feel 100% certain I'm going to win. The question is, how big will that win be? Can you believe this, Tucker? We still have 650,000 votes that have not been counted. And guess who these voters are? They're the people who showed up. On election day, right. they're the people. Two hundred and seventy-five thousand of them are people who brought their mail-in ballots to the polls on election day because they don't trust the mail and they don't trust the drop boxes. So, guess who those voters are? There are voters. Ding, 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 ding. And we're only down by a few thousand votes right now. When those votes come in, I think we're going to see a lot of liberal minds kind of blowing up.
1: I, uh, I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. But I'm not uh, holding my breath until we know the uh, official results. Here's a little bit more from Kerry.
12: I'm not shocked at all. I mean, they've been calling me an election denier. I've been sounding the alarm on 2020 November. You
1: can't have another opinion about anything that's disinformation.
12: The third election, which was disastrous, and we had problems in the August 2nd primary as well and now we have the same problems they have all this time to get this figured out and you know where the main problems are twice? I, uh,
1: I understand that uh, starbucks serves 60 million cups of coffee every day and very rarely do they get them wrong they misspell your name on the label i get that completely but it's amazing
12: 20 percent of those machines went down the tabulator machines and i noticed they were primarily in republican areas of town arcadia anthem a lot of different areas it was really a shame we ended up voting in a very liberal part of town because we can choose which vote center to go to and they said they'd had no problems oh
1: that's kind of weird it's just kind of weird how that happens Uh, we've got Ed in Tucson on the phone Ed, welcome to the Rob Carson show how's things going in a Z good
8: except for the Carrie Lake election Yeah. yeah I was, I was trying to think of uh, something that would be a bigger news story than the farce of the Kerry Lakes deal, and that would be if, if uh, John Jr. went out with uh, Charles E. Clinton. I was thinking that would that would do it.
1: <laughs> so what are you hearing in Tucson this morning, by the way?
8: Uh, actually, what I'm hearing is I check it all the time, and I keep hearing the same thing, yeah. terrible news, you know. So I'm like, oh, boy.
1: Well, what do you mean, terrible news?
8: Uh, Well, the news is that there's no news.
1: Oh, Okay, I get you. I get you. Well, yeah. you know, uh, it, it's you've, you've got the, uh, the Secretary of State is running against Carrie Lake, and she's done nothing to recuse herself from the electoral process. So, you know, there's a lot of that crap going on, Ed. But uh, hold your breath, or don't hold your breath. Uh, just hang on, okay, because uh, I think good things are coming. I appreciate you calling. This is um, uh, Rick Grinnell on Newsmax. Uh, I saw him last night, I texted him, wanted him on the show today. He's got too many darn media appearances. But I thought uh, he offered some really, really... Uh, Uh, Great insight on Newsmax that was shared, by the way, across social media and on a whole bunch of talk radio shows around the country. We
7: have at least 450,000, possibly 500,000 ballots now left. We started last night with about a million ballots left. Those are almost exclusively Election Day voters, which we know are traditionally Republican. Yeah, they are. The last. Four or five.
1: Now, they show up in mass the day after. They're generally a Democrat. And like in 2020, mostly Joe Biden voters.
7: A dump of these votes taking us from a million down to about 450,000 where we are right now. The Republican team has been winning those by 65, 70, 75 percent in each of the dumps. Yeah. We now, just so you have the exact data. Abe Hamaday, the attorney general candidate, yes. is leading the Republican field here because he's only down by 3,900 votes. The next one right after Abe is Carrie Lake, mm-hmm. and Carrie is only down by 12,000 votes. Yeah, Blake Masters is down by 90,000 votes. Yeah, there is a possibility he could win. Out of those 450,000 at least, if you calculate that we are winning, let's take the lowest percentage of the night that we've seen, 60%. 60%
1: no, no, 60% is the low.
7: 65. All three of these candidates are going to win, including Secretary of State Mark Fincham.
13: Mm-hmm.
7: This is going to be a red wave. I I am absolutely confident that Kerry Lake will be governor of Arizona. Yeah. Abe Hamaday will be the Attorney General of Arizona and I believe that we are on the cusp of seeing Blake Masters completely upset the East Coast media take that 90,000 vote uh, deficit right now and turn it into a win
1: I hope so, I hope so it just makes sense, don't it? yeah, anybody studying, I don't know, facts and reason and all that stuff would say yeah, what he said, for sure but you never know with Democrats, because you know they're just not the best people. All right, let's take a break and come back. Steve, you hold on; you'll be next. This is the Rob Carson Show.
0: Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: We are waiting for results out of Maricopa, Maricopa County in uh, in Arizona. 450,000 votes still not counted because they all came in at the last minute because uh, Republicans like to vote in person so they don't have their uh, their votes stolen. They also like to show an ID. I know it's kind of weird. Uh, Harmeet Dillon was on, uh, on uh, I guess, with Tucker last night talking about what's going on in Arizona. She's a, a genius. Um, lawyer, and uh, I've been on TV panels with her, and I f- always feel like, you know, uh, I don't know, I should be standing on stage with Chuck E. Cheese or something, uh, uh, singing along, because I really compared to Harmony, Dell, and I just, you know, sing a birthday song at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, here she is talking about what she's doing down there. The county is way behind in counting these votes. And one of the reasons here
14: is that they switched a couple of years ago to what's called Listen the to this. Vote Center model. So instead of the old-fashioned model where you would go vote in a precinct, yeah. they actually uh, cut the number of places you could vote by two-thirds. So it made it a little harder and less accessible to vote. That's so
1: racist!
14: And then they don't have pre-printed ballots when you go to vote. So whatever, wherever you wander and show up. Well,
1: that be because it would mean you have to, I guess, print stuff. They
14: then print a ballot for you, I just
1: printed some stuff right here in my office uh, just a few minutes ago.
14: Which takes time. And if the printers are screwed up and the tabulators are screwed up, which is what happened in Maricopa County despite testing, which is the job of the county officials. Yeah. Then you have the chaos that you're seeing on. It's the hard
1: to test stuff when you got your head up your butt.
14: screen there and you have two hour lines. You have poorly trained election officials who aren't used to this model telling people they can just go to another place to vote. But. They can't when they go to the next place. They... It's
1: like when you're in the grocery store, or, you know, whatever, and you ask somebody, "Hey, where's the whatever?" They have no idea, so they just send you down to another aisle, and you go down there, you're like, "What the hell?" And you turn around and you look back, and they're gone. They're told, they're told they've already
14: voted. This disenfranchised voters yesterday, and we went to court with the two campaigns and the RNC to go and try to get a judge to keep the uh, to keep the uh, Maricopa County voting places open longer the judge rejected this and so he
13: said
1: uh, i'm sorry we only allow late voting if you're a democrat or you're dead and in that case it's only democrat
14: people were disenfranchised by this chaos and so there's a lot of things that when Carrie lake becomes the governor of arizona she needs to do to confirm to convene a legislative session to make several changes i believe to arizona law yep so that this never happens again and that people can have
1: confidence the outcome of the elections here. Yeah, we need that. And there's nothing wrong with asking for it. Not one little bit. You know, I, I thought this was a pretty good observation uh, last night by Dick Morris. And we've got to do something about outside money. And I'm all about freedom of speech, but these are all in-kind donations to Democrat candidates and Republican candidates. And when you can have a George Soros come in and spend a hundred million dollars of his money to sway things towards Democrats, and you can have Mark Zuckerberg spend a half a billion dollars. Uh, then we got a problem here because what they're doing is they're stomping on the voices and the votes of a whole lot of Americans. Here is Mr. Dick Morris on Newsmax. By the way, he has a book called "The Ballots," and you should uh, you should uh, check it out.
5: We need to be aware that this country is being hijacked by a few high tech, globally. Billionaires who are writing fifteen and twenty million dollar checks uh, from their country clubs uh, in New York and Silicon Valley, and uh this is just outrageous.
1: His book is The Return. By the way, I, I slipped The Return nine one one if you want a free copy.
5: And, it, and there's nobody talking about it. How how do we expect these candidates to win yeah. when they have this kind of problem yeah. in New Hampshire? Everybody was talking about. Uh, Bulldog, and yeah. too bad he didn't win. Yeah. Well, for goodness sakes, Bulldog spent $2 million and Hassan spent $21 million.
1: Yeah, and by the way, Rubio was outspent by millions and millions of dollars. Still managed to win. Uh, Ron Johnson's outspent by millions and millions of dollars, barely able to win. Because if you control the message and it is repeated enough and people don't hear the Republican message, that sways elections in a very unfair fashion. Oh, and then you combine it with the DHS working with, uh, you know, big social media. That also helps uh, Democrats. Let's go to Steve in Monterey, California, the home of KSCO Radio. Steve, welcome to the show. What's on your mind today?
9: Hey, Ross, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, you know, uh, Russia just came out saying that they're going to continue to interfere with our elections.
10: Oh, which makes, think,
9: which makes me think that they interfere in the last one. It only takes about 50 well-placed offices in this country from on their side to ruin our elections.
1: Okay, so you're saying that the Russians were involved. Who were they trying to put in office?
9: Well, you notice they didn't do anything provocative with Trump in office. They were okay. already going after Ukraine under Obama. Huh. Then they gave a four-year hiatus from all their activity because Trump was in power. And in yeah. the meantime, you had Igor and Klinkon and woman in the, in the hotel room and all these Russian agents trying to ruin the plot for him. Okay. And as much as I think he's a bit of a narcissist, he was a great president. Yeah. And I do think that the Russians did interfere with our, our election. There's no way... Sleepy Joe won that election, and I do think the answer we're going to find was in Russian meddling, and the only way we can go around it is to get off of the computer next time.
1: Okay, I'm trying to... uh figure out, because uh, the Russians did interfere in the 2016 election for Hillary Clinton. I mean, they colluded, uh, we had, a, there was a Russian agent, Hillary Clinton literally paid to create a dossier, and uh, and the, the Russians had no uh, real interest, they, they should never have had any interest in having Donald Trump in office, because Donald Trump is a hawk on defense, a hawk on our technology and intellectual property, and an America first person. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out why the Russians wouldn't want, ju- I guess, okay. You think the Russians uh, got Joe Biden into office in 2020?
10: Well,
9: look—he look, was in Ukraine with his son. Yeah, I get that. He was, he was already over there in their porridge. Yeah. There is something sort of world orderish going on. I think Russia and America made a deal in them early and mid-60s, to merge both governments secretly behind our backs. All right, uh, thanks
1: for the call, Steve. I appreciate it, brother. I think we're getting a little deep in the weeds here and uh, straying off the old uh, thought plantation, although I'm, I don't like to keep people on a uh, thought plantation. It's just, uh, you know, I'm not kind of interested in going that direction, you know, because then you're kind of like, you know, putting your old tinfoil hat on and all that stuff, and I don't like doing that. I don't like doing it. Uh, let's see. I've got some more audio I want to play here. Um, big wins. Big wins Patrick, Malone. oh this is good. I have been waiting to play this because uh something really big, and this is a, a race that a lot of people haven't paid attention to. did you notice that uh, Republicans won all over the place in New York, except for the governor's mansion and that's that's weird. Is't that kind of weird? Didn't happen in Florida. They have election integrity down there, you see, but that's what happened in New York and a whole lot of Democrats got their Butts kicked, including Sean Patrick Maloney, the Democrat Congressional Campaign Committee chairman who normally gets uh, Republic or Democrats elected, and he lost in his race to Mike Lawler. Now, this is what uh, Sean Patrick Maloney said the other day about the economy and the price of gas, and uh, this didn't cost him in the election. His entire campaign and his, you know, just being a human being and a politician cost him the uh, election, but this showed how tone deaf he was. This was the Chef Boy RD line
15: um hudson valley residents are feeling pain at the pump and at grocery stores uh, what have you done and what do you plan to do to help solve uh, our inflation problem
2: yeah well i grew up in a family where you know if the if the gas price went up the food budget went down so by this time of the week we'd be eating chef boyardee if if that budget wasn't going to change, right? So that's what families have to do.
1: Hey No, honestly, he's just saying, uh, deal with it, people. I know gas is more expensive. You just got to eat crappier food or not eating food at all. And by the way, I wasn't calling Chef Boyardee crappy. Oh no, no, no. When I was in uh, when I was in uh, elementary school and all that, if we got Chef Boyardee ravioli, that was living high on the hog. All right. And when I was in college, when I was really poor in college and I was eating ramen noodles and putting ragu on it to, you know, simulate pasta and taking a piece of white bread and uh, smearing some pizza quick sauce on it and a slice of American cheese and making pizza. Yeah, I mean, if I could just open a can of Chef Boyardee, dang. And, and I, I actually texted, because uh, I saw um, Mike Huckabee the other night on Newsmax, and he was talking about how awesome it was when he was growing up. He's about 10 years older than me. And, uh, and, and when you got Chef Boyardee, man, you were living large. So maybe things have changed maybe, maybe that is change. i'm not sure but anyway this is uh this is the guy who actually beat sean patrick maloney the chef RD dude uh talking about uh, the race and uh, his opponent
15: the democrats control everything in washington albany and new york city for the first time in our nation's history and they have created an absolute mess a 41-year record high on inflation Surging crime.
1: Yeah, but you'll be able to get an abortion in in uh, in New York, provided you're not murdered when you walk to the abortion clinic.
15: Rocketing energy poor, uh, uh, costs at a porous southern border with not only a massive inflow of illegal immigration, but yeah. drugs coming into our communities, There's killing that, yeah. 300 Americans a day.
1: Yeah, people didn't vote for that.
15: And voters in New York uh, were fed up. And they had enough. They wanted to restore balance and common sense to every level of government. Yeah, but they voted for Kathy Hochul. Why is that? Hmm. We've picked up four congressional seats in it's New It's
1: kind York. of funny because like in Brazil, uh, Bolsonaro lost by like a one percentage point, but
15: conservatives won all the way down ticket. It's kind of funny. New York, And we are going to have 11 of New York's 26 members uh, as Republicans come January. And that is uh, historic. And I think in my district especially you know sean patrick maloney was as chair of the d triple c Sent a memo to state Democrats back in January of this year demanding that they gerrymander New York's congressional maps and knock Republicans down to three seats. Nice try. Well, they did it, and then the courts intervened. The Democrat appointed Court of Appeals threw out the maps, called it uh, gerrymandered and unconstitutional.
1: And the Democrats had to compete on a level playing field, and they got their clocks cleaned.
15: And appointed a special master. And we got a fair map. And when I uh, looked at the map, I knew I could win the seat. Forty-two percent of it is Rockland County, where I'm born and raised. I've lived my entire life. My Mm -hmm. family has been here over 100 years. We won Rockland by 10 points, and that's why I defeated Sean Patrick Maloney yesterday.
1: I love it. I love it. Let's go to Don in Salinas, California. Don, welcome to The Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today, Brad?
8: Well, I I wanted to say we won on Tuesday. We won the midterm. And it was a messy, hard-fought, nasty victory because it was uncompromising. And uncompromising victories are usually messy, like the Civil War, like Iwo Jima. It's not easy to win in an uncompromising victory. Our biggest problem now is the Paul Ryans and the Mitt Romneys and the Mitch McConnells who are shuffling up saying, we would have won bigger... If we had done it the our way, if uh, you know, compromise is good. The no, uh, you only win when nobody gets what they want. Now, Don, and, Don, know, this
1: is what I said yesterday, and everybody's wanting to blame uh, Donald Trump for it. Nobody's saying Mitch McConnell. Yeah. It was Mitch McConnell right. and the D and the uh, and the Republican Party. Uh, you could say all oh, you yeah, want about Donald Trump, and, and honestly, I'm not ready to leave Donald Trump in the rearview mirror. It's not because I'm a, a, a oh, Donald no. Trump sycophant. He just did a wonderful job reinventing yeah. the party, changing it, changing the courts. All this, we owe him this. So as far as leaving yeah. him in the rearview mirror of history, screw you. Uh, I, he is on. He is still on the playing field. He is still the leader. Uh, Ron DeSantis is there, thank God. And by God in heaven, if they actually work together and get on the same ticket, we're unstoppable. Go ahead.
8: Well, Rob, what what i got to say in retort to that is, uh, okay, President Romney and Vice President Ryan, you know, they didn't win. They're losers, proven losers. And if we say that if we're nicer and smile to the Democrats and give them what they want, that we're going to somehow win, we're stupid. Yeah, Don, we—
1: Exactly, and and Joe Biden, and by the way, Paul Ryan is no longer in Congress. I know you knew that, uh, but anyway, um, the the thing is, uh, Joe Biden wants to continue down the same path, do the same policies. Okay, we do that, and we don't help him. That's it. Seventy five percent of the yep. people think the country's going in the wrong direction. The a bunch of Democrats went out because abortion and January the sixth, and none of that's going to pay your heating bills. So let them lie in the waste that they uh, that they have made. Uh, do like they have done to us. You know what they used to do to dogs when you wanted to punish them. You'd rub their nose in their own mess. Uh, let's rub the Democrats' nose in, the own, in their own mess and not clean it up. And uh, and then we'll see you in 2024.
8: I agree with you 100%. percent we got to give to them what they've been given to us in spades.
1: There you go, brother. 100%. All right, got to take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show. Thanks, buddy.
8: The SS Titanic is going down,
0: and there's no room on the door for Democrats. It's The Rob Carson Show.
1: So, Ron DeSantis, obviously, is a force of nature in the Republican Party. I said months ago he was the only uh, person, I believed, with any uh, experience who could actually literally take over the presidency now. Now. Uh, and then they've got this guy who was the president, and uh, he did a great job, Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, he had some unfinished business for a number of reasons in 2020. So what I believe, and I know Donald Trump gave Ron a little uh, guff the other day, called him Ron De sanctimonious. not sure exactly what that was, but I do believe both of those men have the country's best interests in mind. But John, Donald Trump's a narcissist. Uh, you know, yeah, he's got a hell of an ego, but I think he's more concerned about the country. That's why I lost a billion dollars of his own value, of his own net worth while he was the president of the United States. His family did not get rich, richer, unlike Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, yeah. Miami-Dade County was a big deal, Uh, and this is, uh, and I said it was the biggest race in the country, the biggest race in the country, the biggest victory in the country was a Republican victory, and it was done in a state where voter integrity was number one, and look what happened.
2: I'm totally just got Miami-Dade. This is a big one in Florida. Let's take a look at, okay, this, we got the, yeah. So let's put this in some perspective. Miami-Dade County has two and three-quarter million people. In 2016, this was a Democratic county by 30 points. Hillary Clinton won this county by 30 points. All
1: the hosts on the show had to wear Depends just for this moment.
2: Miami-Dade is 70% Hispanic. Okay, there I go. All right, we're going to go to break. Please go to break. And look at this. In the mail-in and early vote which, again, tends to be more Democratic-friendly. Marco Rubio...
1: No, no. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, It's the day of when you show up for
2: Republicans. Republican is outright leading in Miami-Dade County by seven points.
1: And because of that, this happened.
7: You know, over these past four years, we've seen major challenges for the people of our state, for the citizens of the United States, and above all, for the cause of freedom. We saw freedom in our very way of life, yeah. and so many other jurisdictions in this country wither on the vine.
1: Why are people not moving from Florida to New York? Yeah, Florida held the line.
7: Boom! We chose facts over fear. Yeah. We chose education over indoctrination. Yeah we chose law and order over rioting and disorder thanks to the overwhelming support of the people of florida we not only won election we have rewritten the political map yes
1: you have yes you have here's something from our former president
13: Making America great like it should be. He's still there. Making your gasoline cheap as it could be. Not anymore. Speaking at rallies and MMA rings, these are a few of my favorite things. Pageants where entries are made up of females. Females. Private airliners and Hillary's emails. Fake news, destruction, and precocious bling. These are a few of my favorite Mine, too. Spray tans, casinos, and my cool comb-over. Comb-over. Democrats floating because they are over. Yep. No vaccine mandates and anti-masking. These are a few of my favorite (laughs) things. Funding police because we like law and order. Yes. Building a wall on our Mexican border. With boat flotillas, you know I'm the king. These are a few of my favorite
1: yeah, they mine, mine as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to hear the satire, the guests, the whole deal, uh, this entire show, Sod's Commercials in the Podcast, uh, it is about two hours long. It's uh, Actually, we do it five days a week, and then on Saturday, do a best-of show. And if you want all of the digital platforms, there's Spotify, don't get me wrong, and there's a Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. But if you want a compendium of all those for the podcast, just go ahead and uh, go to NewsmaxTV.com uh, slash podcast. NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
0: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's The Rob Carson Show.
1: It is The Rob Carson Show, uh, hour number three of the show. John Schneider from Dukes of Hazard. And other things going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour. Always a lot of fun to uh, to talk to uh, Mr. Schneider, who my wife has a major crush on. That's why I'm never going to leave him alone in a room together. You know? So anyway, uh, she does. She did. She's got a major kid crush. You know, when she was in middle school watching Dukes of Hazard. Who didn't watch Dukes of Hazard? You know, the greatest theme song other than the Jeffersons. I'm thinking Jefferson's Dukes or Dukes Jeffersons. It's kind of a toss up there. Two different genres. But two legendary theme songs. So I got that coming up. Oh, just real quick. You think maybe that there was only a pink foam instead of a red tsunami on the midterms? Well, think again. Because the parents' revolution is winning. This, According to the uh, UK Daily Mail, anti-CRT groups tout midterm gains in school boards nationwide, signaling tougher pushback on classroom wokery. Did you notice that wasn't on the, uh, the Democrat slate? They didn't say, hey, we want CRT. We want transgenderism in schools. Did they put that on there? They, I mean, they're down with it, right? They're completely down with it. Why wasn't that in their commercials? Why weren't they for open border? Why didn't they say during their campaigns that uh, they were for open borders? They are. They're not saying anything about this one. There's a couple outliers. What about the fentanyl crisis? Are they pro-fentanyl? What about crime? What about crime? Uh, Hillary Clinton said it was like our fault. I think she said it was uh, it was Republicans' fault because of the crime and the whole deal. Yeah, here she is. This is Hillary Clinton saying Republican is, uh, the, that crime is our problem, even though the Democrats are the party of defunding the police that ushered in all this crap after a year, by the way, or a summer of 2020 where Democrats destroyed American cities.
14: I want people to be safe. That's not the Republicans' argument because, of course, if you look at real crime statistics, which they're not interested in examining, Uh, The states with the highest crime levels are states run by Republicans.
1: Only if you take the large Democrat-run cities out of them. She's quoting FBI crime statistics that excluded uh, cities like New York, L.A., and San Francisco. Thought you should know. It's just a fact. We saw. No, it's not. It's not. It's like most of the things you peddle—they're falsehoods.
14: that, also
1: known as lies.
14: You know, very clearly in the recent debate in Oklahoma for the governorship, when the. Yeah,
1: honestly, just go back and, and find those other ninety-nine Dalmatian pelts for crying out loud. Just get that. I'm thinking maybe if we finally. Finally get her that coat made out of Dalmatian pelts. She'll finally lighten up a little bit. And by the way, Nancy Pelosi, she's going to be able to uh, take care of her flying monkey fleet. And that'll be really nice, too. Oh, he made witch jokes. Yeah, I did, because they call me Nazis and all that stuff. So anyway, um, parents uh, revolution is beginning. Parents right groups uh, touting their gains in midterm elections on Wednesday saying the clout uh, in school boards across country heralded tougher pushback against classroom wokery like the 1776 Project Pack, and Moms for Liberty highlighted their gains as a fulcrum moment in their fledgling school reform movement. So a whole lot of uh, school boards around the country flipped from left to right. We had uh, wins in states like Florida, North and South Carolina, Indiana, Pennsylvania, and beyond. Like Bed, Bath, and beyond. So there was a lot of that. It's pretty cool. Pretty good. One of uh, six school board candidates, uh, candidates in uh, in. Uh, Florida, endorsed by DeSantis, in runoff elections this week, five squared off against a bonus backed by the Florida Democrat Party. All five DeSantis backed candidates won their races. They included Jackie, Jacqueline Rosario, a former teacher backed by DeSantis, Moms for Liberty in the 1776 Project. She was uh, reelected in Indian River County after pushing for books with sexual content to be removed from school libraries. So, yeah, there you go. Red wave, red wave, red wave. Oh, and then this just happened uh, right, right near me, like 20 miles south of here. Gardner Edg- Edgerton School Board in, uh, in Kansas approved a policy Monday to prohibit trans students from using bathrooms that correspond to their gender identity. Okay, Transgender students were also barred for participating on athletic teams that don- do not correspond with their gender assignment at birth. You know, yeah, and that's fine because uh, I don't want boys pummeling the crap out of my daughter On the uh, whatever team, right? I have a nephew who he is the coach of a girls' high school wrestling team in Council Bluffs, Iowa, by the way. Colton's doing a great job, by the way. They don't let boys wrestle with girls. They don't. And they shouldn't. Uh, They argue, of course, that it uh, isolates and targets transgender students for harassment and contributes to their mental health decline and possible suicides. So that's what you do. You say, well, unless you let me go into the bathroom with the girls, then I'm going to kill myself. And I'm not making fun of suicide because uh, I've been talking about bullying, being a uh, person who was bullied from his uh, first grade year to his sophomore year in high school. So uh, don't even go there. Just don't even go there, honestly. I'm done with that nonsense. But uh, school board members. Um, have decided that they're just not going to allow this now you may recall that in places like loudon county virginia there was a teenage biological uh, male who dressed as a girl went into a bathroom and raped somebody then then uh, the the principal decided to make that go away and sent the, the student to another school and he raped another girl in another uh, bathroom stonebridge high school uh in uh, in uh, in loudon county so you know there is that so that, uh, that wasn't uh, on the ballot. Democrats didn't uh, tout that on the ballot. And had they actually been honest? And that's the, that's the thing. I thought about this. I'm like, it's funny. Democrats have to lie to vote, and Republicans, if they tell the truth, they uh, you know supposedly lose votes. Like I heard last night with, uh, with Hannity. Hannity said the reason Doug Mastriano lost is Pennsylvania. You can't be uh, hardcore, no abortion in any way, shape, or form. And that's a little bit of it. for the left it's probably a pretty big deal I guess but uh, you know he didn't lie about it he didn't lie about it Democrats can lie they can be for you know kill that baby as soon as the head pops out and that's perfectly fine but they wouldn't say it on the campaign trail they just say you know do you support any restrictions on abortion you know uh, I support a woman's right to choose okay 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 no problem no problem got some more audio I'm going to get to that's pretty good, pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about this. Oh, yeah. Um, how about we go with some good news? This is, uh, this is good news. This is Ted Cruz talking about uh, uh, Republican midterm wins and how we did. There was a red uh, wave. There may not have been the tsunami. We, you're not going to win everything. I know. I had to kind of temper my expectations a little bit, too. I was like, check, 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 check. And then I thought, oh, yeah, Democrats always try a lot of crap on us, and they lie and stuff.
2: And I think it's worth taking as a lesson. If you look across the country at the Republicans who are winning, they're the ones who were standing up and leading as conservatives. Ron Johnson, who just won in a purple state, has been a strong conservative. Mike Lee in Utah has been a strong conservative. He won. You have governors like DeSantis and Greg Abbott and and Brian Kemp all of whom won big, big victories. I think there's a lesson that we stand and govern as conservatives. We win, and that's what we need to be doing.
1: Yeah, and the, the, uh, the, the Republican National Committee needs to actually spend money on candidates like they didn't do with uh, General Bulldog.
2: That's right. I think we have a lot to celebrate. I think a lot of us are frustrated that we didn't have an even bigger victory last night. Yeah. But it's worth pausing and reflecting what was accomplished I'll last do that. night. Number one, yes. Nancy Pelosi lost, lost her job. We've <laughs> taken the gavel out of Nancy Pelosi's hands. Yes. We're going to have a Republican majority in the House. We're going to have Republican chairman of every committee. We're going to have leadership in the House that, that, that has moved out leadership's in the house out of the hands of of, of the crazy democrats no, i
1: hated to use that 90s cliche Number
2: two i think you're right that we have a real shot at a republican majority in the senate as well i think adam laxalt is very likely to win in nevada come on the numbers look encouraging right now and i agree with you blake masters has a shot in arizona fingers crossed it's ridiculous that they're still counting the votes there but i think blake
1: 100
2: has a shot And then we've also got a runoff coming up on December 6th in Georgia, where I think Herschel Walker will win.
1: And by the way, we had 6 million more votes than Democrats in the midterms. Same as 2010.
4: Conservatives have a right to be sore. The GOP should have won much more. Jim Gossett. Every toss-up race went to a Democrat. No coincidence, I can tell you that. You get six million votes, more than they got. When it comes to pickups, you don't get squat. A handful of seats no one can explain. I know there's fraud, because I got a brain. we know the media won't report a thing About cheat by mail or ballot, heartless How do you win so big and gain so small? We barely took the house at all You get six billion more than they receive Something is fishy, don't be deceived Democrats will win by any means They owe their soul to the voting machine.
1: Steve Scalise had kind of floated the idea of a uh, bid for House Majority Leader. Wouldn't it be great to see him as House Majority Leader instead of Kevin McCarthy? Steve Scalise was shot by a Bernie Sanders supporter on a baseball field. There are also dozens of other attacks against conservatives exclusively uh, by Democrats. Oh, oh, and there, there's this. There's this Mississippi on uh, on Election Day uh, near, uh, near uh, Jackson, Mississippi. An arsonist set fire to uh, some churches, seven fires, and uh, the media, the uh, Epiphany uh, Lutheran Church, the Greater Bethlehem Temple Church, a gas station, a baseball field, all of this stuff. And uh, turns out it was some uh, black Democrat, Delvin McLaurin. I don't know what his uh, what his uh, beef was, but he is being sought for the series of fires. Uh, add that to all of the uh, abortion. Uh, Uh, crisis centers around the country that were burned by Democrats. That did happen. But here is uh, Steve Scalise uh, with regard to uh, the coming second half of the Biden administration.
16: Sean, this is going to be one more kick to the gut, to those low-income, hard-working people, people that are just building themselves back into the middle class. Maybe they want to buy a home for the first time, and they were saving up. This might actually make it a lot harder for that first-time home buyer to go close on a house.
1: He's talking about uh, Joe Biden continuing his policies like he has said he's going to do, not change a thing. Because
16: interest rates are so much higher. Uh, and as you pointed out, your credit card bills, if you've been putting more money on your credit card because things are more expensive, now those rates on your credit card are gonna get higher too. Which yeah, well you just
1: call those credit card companies and tell them that you voted for abortion in January the
16: 6th. Just less money in your pocket. So
1: this is a pay
16: cut for hard work and families. Yeah, there is that. And Joe Biden has no plan to fix it because Mm-mm. he created the mess. He won't even admit that he created the mess. In fact, the White House has spent more time in the last week trying to redefine the term recession than they have trying to reverse the Biden created recession. This is
1: Ron Johnson. He won his uh, seat in the Senate uh, in Wisconsin the other night against a very radical left of center opponent who was who outspent him like uh, by a thousand percent, even more than that, actually. But Ron Johnson won by a point.
17: Well, first of all, it's very disappointing. I I don't think anybody uh, on our side of the aisle would say anything but that. Uh, You know, the question I'm asking is how bad do conditions have to get in this country before Democrat voters wake up and realize that their policies and the, de- and the governance of uh, their Democrat leaders is is literally destroying this country? I mean, you've got 40-year high inflation, record gas prices, skyrocketing crime, an open border, a flood of deadly drugs. I just call that as the list of horribles. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get much worse than that, and yet- you know
1: it's interesting because I've heard a lot of Republicans say that uh, people are leaving New York to go to Florida, and consequently all the conservatives are moving out of New York, and the the state will become even more further Democrat. Well, you know I guess if that's the way it's got to be, then that's the way it's got to be. And there's going to be a point where New York he hits bottom with Democrat leadership; it goes to hell in a handbasket. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are going to suffer because of it. But uh, Democrat policies, we cannot help them out. We cannot help Joe Biden after what he. He called us. Let him fail on his own. He is going to cause an enormous amount of suffering. You think things are going to get better? Do You think things are going to get better with Joe Biden? Uh, you think he's suddenly going to have a come-to-Jesus moment? He's already said he's not, guys. So hang on, because uh, you cannot help someone who calls you a fascist and a Nazi and a white supremacist. You cannot bail them out. He has to fail. And he's doing a great job of it. And again, if you vote a Democrat because of abortion and because of Jan January the 6th, good luck paying your utility bill this winter with abortion. This is the Rob Carson Show. Still waiting on uh, 44 seats in the House, the decisions there. Uh, you know, and There's no reason why we should still be counting ballots today or yesterday for that matter. In, in, in Florida, they did it right. Florida, they did it. and they, Literally, Marco Rubio said last night, says, yeah, all the votes started rolling at 7 o'clock. We had a complete uh, rundown at 7.04. And uh, uh, the Florida has one of the most stringent uh, voting laws in the country. They just redid it. Ron DeSantis did it. And it happened. And it was beautiful. And it was flawless. And it was awesome. And there was no BS surrounding it. You know, like Maricopa County. My God in heaven, can you just get your bleep together? Seriously. I mean, 30% of the machines not working properly on election day, people in line being told to go elsewhere when they couldn't go elsewhere. I mean, honestly, nonsense. Absolute nonsense. And, uh, you know, and there, by the way, when Republicans are back in charge of the House, I hope that there is payback. Remember the things that I told you, user, u- abuses and usurpations? We need to go after those. We need to go after the non We're not giving up on uh, Joe Biden and his uh, crooked son, by the way. We need to go after them. We need to figure out and we need to find out and who did the collaboration, the DHS and, uh, and the FBI working with big social media, et cetera, to uh, shut down conservative speech and, and stop Hunter Biden's laptop. You think that's going anywhere? That is not going anywhere. It cannot go anywhere. We need to find out. Those who are deterred or determined will not be deterred, by the way. And I'm not talking about Joe Biden as the president. Let's see here. I've got a couple sound bites I want to get to. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Dick Morris. No, I already did that. Dick Morris. I have, uh, I have some good stuff I want to get to. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is, uh, this is uh, Representative James Comer on uh, Newsmax talking about what we need now when we are back in charge of the House of Representatives and hopefully the
16: Senate. I think poll after poll has shown the American people want this administration to be held accountable. I think the American people realize that Democrats have turned a blind eye to every accusation of wrongdoing not just by hunter biden and by hunter biden's uncles but also by the president himself so i think the american people made it clear tuesday night they want a government that's accountable and that's what they're going to receive in a republican majority so in january uh, joe biden's hopes that uh, republicans will move on from investigating his family's influence peddling uh, those hopes are going to fade away very quickly
1: there you go, and and it has to. Here is Joe Biden uh, responding to questions about his uh, son and his family's impropriety, which is fairly obvious.
3: Look, um, I think the American public wants to move on and
1: get no, the- we don't.
3: things done for them.
1: No, we don't. You've done enough.
3: And, uh, you know, I heard that there were uh, it was reported, whether it's accurate or not, I'm not sure, but it was reported many times that Republicans were saying, and the former president said, how many times are you are going to impeach Biden? You know, uh, well, you
1: uh, impeached Trump even one time after he left office, and it was all based on nothing. Impeachment proceeding against but I mean,
3: I think, the re- I think the American people will look at all of that for what it is.
1: Yeah, um, they will. I- reasons to impeach you and remove you from office. It's just, uh,
3: I'm almost comedy. I mean.
1: No, no, it's not funny at all.
3: It's, uh, but, you know, look, I can't control what they're going to do. All I can do is continue to try to make life better for America.
1: Well, I wish you'd start. I, I really do. I kind of wish you'd start trying to make uh, life better. There's a president being a little conciliatory.
3: As I have throughout my career, I'm going to continue to work across the aisle. <laughs> That's fantastic. To deliver for the American people. And it's not always easy, but we did it the first term.
1: No, you didn't. Not one little bit. I mean, he really thinks you're stupid. He really, really thinks you're stupid. Everybody knows that the country is polarized. Everybody knows that Joe Biden has uh, done his level best to polarize us even more. Donald Trump wasn't polarizing. What? No. He was uh, a politician, he presented ideas, and the left went bat guano crazy. And then they said because they hated Donald Trump and they didn't agree with what he wanted that he was polarizing, very polarizing, no not really. Had the lowest black unemployment rate in recorded history, most women in the workforce among other things. Uh, all of these things, while the Democrats were calling him a racist and a sexist and all that, I would like to say that he was the worst racist and sexist in the in the entire history of the presidency. All right, so we're going to come back with uh, John Schneider from Dukes of Hazard, among other things, a favorite guest on the show to talk about the midterms and other stuff. I would not go anywhere if I were you. That's coming up.
0: Time to put critical race theory in critical condition. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Sorry, I gotta play it. Just a good old voice. It's just it's one of the greatest things i no ever. I gotta play it.
8: Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with, with the laws since the day they was born.
1: John Schneider joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. How you doing, sir? we got to
8: finish the flattening the the yeah.
1: Hold on. You Someday know, the mountain might get him. Sing it with me. But the law never will. <laughs> there you go. I, I feel like Tom Wopat. Well, Actually, I'm not even a, sh- I'm not even a shadow of uh, Tom Wopat, because I've seen you guys perform the, the theme song on stage, by the way.
17: Well, you know, we, uh, we are both uh, musicians, so why not? I, yeah, absolutely. But enough of that. Enough of that. How have you been, enough by the way? How have you been? I've been, uh, I've been good. I've been, you know, the last couple of days. Like a lot of us, I'm going. Okay, well, you know, we expected we expected amazing things. We still did win, and that's my my solace here is that we yeah. uh, that we that we won. I was saying there's no shame in annihilation, and there is no shame in annihilation. Uh, and I think by all logical uh, thought, it should have been a bloodbath. Yeah. Um, So I'm not sure. I've been watching the news. I've been seeing, you know, people saying, well, you know, they just they understand social media more or they Mm. value social media more than we do. Uh And maybe that's it. Maybe. No. uh, Well, because I can't believe there's that many stupid people left in the country.
1: Well, here's the thing. We got we got six billion more votes than they did. There's uh, a good deal of.
17: I love your song, uh, by the way. I love your song.
1: Oh the the uh, the 16 tons.
17: <laughs> yes, 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 cuz yeah. you know one of my things is that you know they all owe their soul to the company store, you know. So yes. they they're afraid yeah. to have a free thought. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, John, they, listen, we won. we won down ticket, man. Uh and and we took New York and uh, there were the, there there's a lot of more good things that are coming out. We're still waiting on Curry Lake. We're still waiting on the 3 Senate seats. One's going to be a runoff presumably with Warnock and uh and uh, Herschel Walker and then we got 44 44- yeah, we got 44 house seats so i think we're going to take control of the house anyway that's the most important thing uh there were some things that happened here's the, here's the thing john uh there were a lot of younger people who were and listen that that whole uh MAGA fascist thing and, uh, and we're going to take away a woman's right to choose and the whole deal that worked john it worked well enough that well, uh, did, some, some democrats that's all they cared about
17: you know young people will take their shirt off and show you their top uh, for a free for a free t-shirt you know so they are very, uh, they're very client.
1: Are we, take, are we speaking from experience, there, John? I mean, I know you've done oh. a lot of gigs as a TV star. <laughs> oh
17: my gosh! You, know, you see, the people will go crazy for a free T-shirt. In fact, you know, you say, "All right, I'll trade you. You, you give me your T-shirt." Right. I know how all that works. But yeah, it is, it is mind blowing to me yeah. that there are that there are that many people that that are I, in my mind deceived. However, I do know that how you eat an elephant is one bite at a time, yeah. and I know that glaciers move very slowly. That's what I put on my, on my Facebook. Perhaps well, us thinking that the, the country was going, and I hate that they stole our word, but the country was going to wake up and go, what in the ever-loving wide, wide world of sports is happening? Yeah. Uh, maybe that was a little naive. Also, as I say yeah. that, you know, young, young folks, I hate to sound like the old guy in the room, But young folks have a very, they don't know what it was like. They really don't know what real freedom was like. Mm -mm. They understand permission. They don't understand freedom. So maybe it scares them. You know, maybe that's the maybe that's the case,
1: John. You could um, say young people, just don't say these kids nowadays. Don't say that; that'll make you sound old. If you if you go into yeah, these kids, don't kids don't nowadays, these kids yeah, you know, like in, you know? in your in your new uh, movie to die for, you, when you sound like that, then you sound like an old fart. <laughs> right,
17: right, right, right. But I do I do love my line when I said the, the kid says, uh, you know, I have I have a right to know. It's called the Constitution, old man. And I, yes. you don't have a right to know squat. You gave that up the second your knee hit the grass.
1: Absolutely. No, now, we'll get that's into this. How I feel. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to tell you, uh, we'll get to that in just one second. But, but uh, you know, I, what I like to say, and what I said last night on social media is, uh, is some people went to the ballot box uh, to vote on January the 6th, which doesn't mean, mean anything, uh, and abortion, which has been turned over to the states. So you wake up today right. and and you go, well, you know what? I'm going to go to the grocery store. Uh, just just lower my prices because I voted for abortion. Uh, you know, go, go to the gas station and fill up with $6 gas and put it on your january 6th card good luck with heat your home with abortion good luck this year because it's all going to hit the fan
17: dude they don't they don't understand that the democrats just lie the what the what the supreme court did did not outlaw abortion it did not violate a woman's right to choose and of course let's not forget we have a choose to cross our ankles or not you know, that that right to choose comes in pretty early in the, in, the, in, the, in the you know and don't you know abortion allows men just to be morons anyway of course whole thing. oh John this but is a whole deal I right said to that you ever you right cross your ankles or not but the, yeah, abortion has always been about a, a, that meant something yeah. they pretended that that was an affront against women and of yeah. course the Democrats hate women anyway because they're allowing inferior men. To compete in women's sports, they're yeah. allowing 16-year-old boys to shower and wash their junk in in the full presence of 16-year-old girls. Yeah. Gee, I wonder why that's not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, so it's... I mean, they they hate women, and it's obvious. And women ought to know better. Yeah. Uh, well, abortion has always
1: been abortion. This abortion issue has always been about uh, uh, irresponsible men, uh, the feminist movement, which which basically told women they can have sex just like men do, and it never brought anybody any happiness. And ninety three percent of abortions are because of birth control and all of that stuff. It was all part of that that feminist movement. It was a joke. Uh, fortunately, some Gen Zers are moving in that direction,
17: but uh, but we well, still but have we still have a long true. way to go. None of none of that is true. I was in a movie called Roe v. Wade. Yes. And uh, and we basically uh, uncovered all the the B.S., the lies that they said, you know, they made up the the uh, now it may have happened after. But the movement made up the back alley abortions and they made up the number about how many women were being slaughtered and killed because abortion was not legal. They made that up and they laughed about it that they made that up. John, have you seen any headlines? uh, Norma McCorvey was a friend of mine. Oh, really? So I knew Norma. Yeah. And she was just a puppet. She was a tool used by politicians who, by the way, are the only people who really have time to be racist. Mm. Because we're all just trying to put gas in our cars, diesel in our (laughs) motorhomes, and eggs on the frickin' table after this disastrous non-administration. You know, we've entered into the age of unreason. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, and also the death. We are going to be out. We've got to get the house. We've got to get the senate. Uh, I mean, of course, we'll settle for the house. We'll settle for. I just can't wait to see Nancy Pelosi with a cardboard sign, sign saying, "You know, we'll tear up uh, documents for food, whatever the hell she wants." And I'm convinced her fingerprints are on. The the uh, the hammer that hit her husband anyway.
1: Well, I think uh, she wanted to she wanted a job at Home Depot, and they said no. I don't think so. Not a good idea. Uh, just real quick before I want to play you a little bit of your trailer. <laughs> she knows exactly where the hammers are. So anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, by the way, have you read any headlines about the back alley abortions that are happening since Roe v. Wade was turned over? You've seen a lot of that—the the back alley abortions, the coat hanger abortions. Have you, have you noticed? I haven't seen any. Uh, I haven't seen any big no, news stories. Maybe I'm wrong.
17: Because, you know, it's kind of like gambling, and I, I am against abortion. Okay, so yeah, me say too. Say that right up front. But it's kind yeah. of like gambling. If you don't have gambling in your state, go to another one. There you go. What's the big deal? Go to a state that has it. Yeah. No one has taken away a woman's right, if she should so choose, yeah. to destroy the life that is in her for whatever reason that it's in there. Did you make yeah. a mistake? Was it an error? Were you drunk? Who, who the hell knows? Whatever reason, I mean, I, I dealt with that back in uh, in around 1981. We'll talk about that uh, yeah. another time. A yeah. Celeb, yeah, anyhow. But I want, I want people to know that we have our future... I'm, I'm looking at the board up there right now. I'm looking, yeah. at, I'm looking at Newsmax. I'm looking at the board, and right. you know we've got like we got to get two seats. Yeah. we get two seats, and we're 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 done. We got it. Yeah, yeah. we got yeah. it by one, but yeah. we still got it. You know, at the end of the, in the end of the game, whoever wins wins, and we're about to give the uh, the Democrats their their well earned. Uh, uh, participation up, awards. Yes,
1: yes, yeah, yes,
17: exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, <the participation laughs> we, we've upset their apple cart, and I yes. think we've taken their apple cart away. We had huge wins. There was a red tsunami, obviously in yes, New York. Was. I wanted the governor to be to be a Republican. It didn't happen, but it's still a red tsunami with the other things that happened. It's a red yeah. tsunami in Florida. It's a red oh. tsunami in Texas, yeah. and I believe it's going to be a red tsunami in Arizona. We just have to wait. You know, I had some moron on my uh, on my Facebook today say, "Well, you know, it's always taken weeks to count votes." I said, "Where where have you been?" Yeah. <laughs> it used to be election day, and at the end of election day, you found out who won, or maybe while you were eating your cornflakes the next morning. Yes. So these people believe anything they're told. Yeah.
1: John, so I used to do election to night coverage. I used to do election night coverage in college and right out of college, and this is back around 1990-ish or so. And you got the yeah. election results that night. It was done. This is bullcrap, John. It is just bullcrap, and we've got to turn it around. They showed how it was done in Florida. That has right. to happen. It has to happen.
17: So are we? Are we to believe that we are further along with technology than we've ever been in the history of the world? <laughs> we are. Yes. And yet for some reason it takes more to count votes. It takes more time. Yeah. To count votes. I mean, I remember watching Mannix and when they were looking for somebody yes. that had those little look like a recipe card file at the end of a computer. Yeah. And, and it would spit out four cards with the name John Smith on it, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're to believe that we are the more the most advanced technologically we've ever been and yet we're supposed to believe that that. It just takes longer to count
1: votes. Yeah, well, we're not, we're not stupid. We, we aren't stupid. We, we don't believe it. John, can you hold on? I want to take a break. We've got to take a break. I want to come okay. back and wrap up the show with you. I want to talk about To Die For. This is your, uh, your new okay. movie that is, uh, I think yes, it's, it's wonderful.
17: butt out there because it's patriotic.
1: All right, cool. We're going we're gonna to touch on that. Uh, John Schneider from uh, Dukes of Hazard also got a new, uh, new movie out called uh, To Die For and, uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff going on. We'll get back to him in one second. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
0: To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's the Rob Carson Show. It's not my flag. That's your flag. Too many lies have been told to my people under the shadow of that flag. I want you
12: to take it down.
17: From where? Your truck. My truck, my flag. Some people find it offensive. What if I find them offensive? You gotta take them down.
3: Why not take the new trail?
17: Because I like the old trail. It's my road too, Arnie. I know, but there are other roads. Do you want? I got a shotgun seems to me some things are worth losing your job over, Meg. Not to me. Fourth of July is over. Take your flag down, old man. It's always Fourth of July at my house. All of the grass still grow
1: and the water run.
17: Told you what would happen the next time you touch my flag, Tonto. What are you going to do with that gun? Don't get out of my yard. You'll find out. That is John Steiner
1: in his uh, new movie. It's called uh, To Die For. He's on the Newsmax hotline. And and let's not also forget, and I always forget, because, you know, it's my generation, John. Uh, Smallville, (laughs) you're incredible in that, Uh, you know, uh, among other things. And, uh, you know, Tyler Perry, uh, the haves and have nots. I, I, you know, I focus on Dukes because, you know, because I still have your poster in my hope chest. (laughs)
17: <laughs> well, look at that. Well, I will sign it for you someday. Thanks, I, thanks. I'll sign it. Yeah, and my but, wife. What, uh, yeah, you my... know, it's uh, it's great. Those were great shows, and uh, they have have provided me with. Uh, I've been around long enough now that yeah. I have a platform that I never really jumped into the whole political area. I never yeah. really, uh, I never really thought it was my place. Yeah. But uh, the last couple of years, it's really a matter of survival. I tell you when, Rob. Yeah. I testified in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee back in, gosh, 15, 20 years ago yeah. to try to get legislation written to protect our flag. Yeah, sir. So this is not new for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe that our flag not only represents our freedom in our country worldwide but, and, and freedom to people worldwide, but it also is a symbol that, that represents our men and women who have given the last full measure for our freedom and their families who had lost their loved ones. And I don't just believe this the week of Veterans Day and on the Marine Corps' birthday. Yeah. You know, I've always believed this. So when, when Kaepernick started the, the world going crazy by taking a knee, uh, which was really, I believe, self-serving. Of course. Right? You know, it was it was self-serving. It was marketing. Um, then they, they spit in the faces of not just our country, you know, because our country can take it. Our country can handle it. But that is nothing short of bullying our men and women who have given the last full measure. They have fought for our freedoms. I haven't paid a dime for my freedom. Uh, And it's spitting in their faces and in their families who are left behind without them. And I will not stand for that under any circumstances. I don't care how... Unpopular I get in certain circles because of that you know that is wrong yeah. so that's what this movie is about
1: yeah, and I've <laughs> seen some of I've seen uh, you know the movie is uh, and, and by the way the just the cover for the dVD is uh, is remarkable um, uh, tell us Thank real you. quick for those who haven't seen it yet uh, the storyline your character and and I mean you've obviously uh, kind of set the the premise for why you did it, but tell us about the the movie yeah. itself.
17: Well, the storyline is a a, uh, reclusive veteran who has uh, remorse because he came back. You know, a lot of people have that. We have a lot of suicides every day, not because people don't fit in, but my understanding is because they can't understand why they made it home and their friends did not. So it's called survivor's guilt. Yes, sir. So, So there's that going on. And this man lives in a world where all of a sudden he gets a restraining order against him that says he can't drive within three hundred yards of the school where he learned to say the pledge of allegiance. Wow! Uh, without getting fined and getting thrown in jail, so he chooses jail. And then in a in you know movies escalate, they have to be exciting, and uh, he figures out a way to uh, to be able to perhaps die for his country in his front yard. Yeah, um which should be a sad thing but it's not i tell you what when someone really? says to him what was what was it like he says what he says, she says the war and he thinks for a couple of seconds and you think he's going to say awful and terrible and that and the word he comes up with is glorious because he was out there fighting for his country wow. so this is a this is a movie that hollywood certainly wouldn't make it's intensely, unapologetically patriotic. I love it. And uh, I hope everybody who's listening right now go to todieformovie.com and watch the trailer. Yeah, uh, You'll know, believe me, if the trailer offends you, then you really need to watch the movie. But if it doesn't offend <laughs> you, then go ahead and
1: watch it you know john i've worked i 've worked with uh, veterans charities over the years and and I worked for one called Friends and Service of Heroes, and they give track wheelchairs to uh, veterans who uh, no longer are mobile and they can go out and they can go fishing and they go hunting in these track wheelchairs It costs about eighteen grand and uh, and this uh, charity does it and you know John I see these uh, these uh, videos of these young men, um, particularly uh, tunnels for towers you 've seen those commercials and they are sitting there with oh, yeah. all their legs gone, and like brother. oh and Dave could, Dave. Yes. Can you can you imagine a more uh, 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 how to spend your rest of your life with with missing your limbs uh, is is remarkable that and we don't you know my son I insisted we go vote I drove him to Lawrence Kansas the other day to vote I said you're going to vote and he wanted to vote because of that oh, guy wow. and, you know well, I tell and you
17: imagine folks imagine sitting in a wheelchair I, I I'm not this person but imagine you're the person sitting in that wheelchair and you love football or you love basketball and you see one of, one of millions of children's basketball, football, sports heroes taking a knee yeah. when you don't God, – I'm going to cry – when uh, you brother. no longer have a knee. Yes, sir. And you watch these overpaid, self-absorbed, myopic idiots taking a knee and basically spitting on the legs that you no longer have. That's what they're doing. John and we must not applaud these people yeah. for doing it because there's a lot of things there's a gray there's a gray area between right and wrong but I tell you if there is a god and I believe there is he knows that that is wrong
1: John we've got to run to dieformovie.com okay. You
17: got me all worked up That's all right all brother
1: you to man, you to man. We'll talk again soon. I'm always to grateful to have DVD. you on.
17: Com, to die for DVD.com. God bless you. God bless America. Let's take the House, let's take the Senate, and get rid of these people.
1: All right, let's take a break. It's a Rob Carson show. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are wicked late. Lauren Barber is now ahead, by the way. Yay! Have a glorious day, guys. See you tomorrow for Friday. Don't catch the stupid in the meantime. See you then.